0: Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. I'm so grateful that you've joined me. We are going to have a powerful time today. Get your expectation level up. Because we're going somewhere. Amen. Listen, if you're in South Florida, you know where to find me. Awakening House of Prayer. I'm in Fort Lauderdale. I want to see you on Sunday. It's Resurrection Day, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. We have two different messages every week, two different worship encounters every week, two different opportunities for you to get filled, healed, delivered, prophesied to, encouraged, edified. Come on over. What are you waiting for, South Florida? I'm waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Awakening House of Prayer, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. If you're not in the region, you can watch that first service online at ahop.online. You know where to find it, online. You can watch our first service there. Anytime you want throughout the week, God is good. If you want all those archives, You want your special prayer line, the ability to get wise counsel and join my virtual life group. You'll have to become an official web church member, but that's no big deal. You can do that over there at ahop.online as well. Amen. That second service is School of the Spirit at Ahop, which means we're pressing into some of the deeper things of God. We've just launched a new service called Activating the Nine Gifts of the Spirit. You can get it on that, even if you're not in South Florida, by going over to schoolofthespirit.tv schoolofthespirit.tv, and that's where you'll find Activating the Nine Gifts of the Spirit. We just recorded the first session, and it was good. It was fun. I love teaching about anything having to do with the Holy Spirit. Amen? I'm sure you do, too. Today's devotion is from Evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, listen, listen, it's titled, a word about your thought life. My, 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 who can handle the truth this morning? Here's what I heard the Holy Spirit say. How would your thought patterns change if you exalted Jesus in every area of your life? How would the words of your mouth change if you purposely exalted Jesus with your lips? How would your actions and reactions change If you decided to exalt Jesus through your behavior, what if you lived every part of your life to exalt the King of Kings and Lord of Lords? How would it change you? I can help you get there if you'll let me. I want to see Christ exalted, says the spirit of the living God. My God, somebody needs to just go get a copy of this devotional and meditate on this for a while. How would your thought patterns change? If you exalted Jesus in every area of your life, how would the words of your mouth change? How would your actions change? What if we really allowed him to live through us instead of allowing the enemy to influence our minds, our wills? And our emotions, I submit to you, it will radically change our life. So help us, Holy Spirit. Psalm 139, verse 2, Psalm 139, 23, Hebrews 3, verse 1 are the scriptures for today. Now, the prayer starter from the devotional. My life would change radically if I rid myself of thoughts that don't belong in my mind and praised Jesus continually with my lips. Teach me how to make these changes that I need to make so that Christ is exalted In my life. Help me press past the opposition. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we give you praise and honor and glory. We magnify you. You are the one true living God. There's no other God who can even think about comparing themselves to you. You are the beautiful God. You are the most high God. You are the God who describes himself with one word, love. You love us all the time, every day, in every way, no matter what. You are so good. Your blessings, they, they chase us down and overtake us. Uh, your mercies, they're, they're new every morning. Your goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our lives. You have set us up for success. No matter what happens, there's a way through. No matter what difficulty we face, there's a way out. There's a way around it. There's a way over it. His name is Jesus. We can follow you through any trial and come out shining like gold. We can follow you through any fire and not even smell like smoke. We can follow you anywhere. Help us to follow you, God. Help us to think like you think. We know that your thoughts are higher than our thoughts, but we can tap in to your thoughts at least better than we are. We can press in to hear your heart about what we're going through so you can share your thoughts with us about the trial, so you can share your thoughts with us about the pain, so you can share your thoughts with us about the good times and the bad. We want to know what you're thinking, Jesus. We want to know what you're Feeling, Lord. We want to understand your emotions. Lord, give us that anointing, that grace to press into the study of your emotions. You're not a roller coaster, God. You're a steady, stable God, but you love things. You hate things. Things grieve you. Oh, Jesus, we want to know what you know. We want to love what you love. We want to hate what you hate. We want to walk in your word, and we want to move in your spirit. Would you help us today, God? to shift our focus to you when everything else is competing for our attention, when the distractions are just about to overwhelm us, just about to overtake us. Would you help us, Lord, to focus on the one thing that really matters, to center our hearts on you, to gaze upon your beauty, to commit to being that person of one thing. There's many things vying for our attention, many things working to breed fear in our hearts. There's many things that try to overwhelm us, many things that try to overtake us, many things. But Lord, we commit today to being a person of one thing. Not many things. You're the only one who matters. You are our only good. You are the one who saved us, who translated us out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of your dear son, Jesus, who hung on a cross to pay the price for our sin, signed the receipt in his very own blood. We are blood bought. We are paid for. We are your possession. And you are our God. And we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done. Help us to remember everything you've done. Help us to remember in that moment of tension, in that moment of stress, in that moment of anxiety, in that moment of panic, in that moment of helplessness and hopelessness and feeling trapped and no choices. Oh, God, help us to remember that you chose us. That we love you because you first loved us. That you created us in your image. You chose us. So help us to keep choosing you. Help us, Lord, to choose you first, every day, in every way, all the time no matter what we're facing, no matter what thoughts are coming against our minds, no matter what difficulties are manifesting in our lives, no matter what joy we face, help us not to forget you in the joy. Help us, Lord, not to forget you in the breakthrough. Help us, Lord, not to forget you in the successes. Help us, Lord, not to forget you in the promotions. You are good in the good times. You are good in the bad times. You are good when we're confused. You are good when When we are on top of the mountain and you are good. When we are in the depths of the valley, you are good. When we are feeling like it's all under control and you are good. When it seems like everything is out of control and confusion is around and about us. We will yet praise you no matter what. We will yet praise you no matter what. You are worthy of our praise. You are worthy of all honor, of all glory. So help us, Lord, today to winnow away the things in our lives that distract us from your heart. Help us, Lord, today to make some to-don't lists instead of just the to-do lists. God, help us, Lord, not to be so wrapped up in the rat race that we can't even think straight anymore. Help us, Lord, not to be so overwhelmed by the enemy's ploys and plots that we forget your passion For us and your promises to us, they're great and precious promises. They are yes and amen promises. So help us, Lord, to choose to believe you instead of the enemy, to choose to believe you instead of our unbelieving friends and family members who just don't have that level that measure of faith they don't know you like we do help us lord we don't want to be dragged down to a worldly level an unbelieving level a fearful level we want to rise up we want to get to the next faith we want to get to that next glory we want to get to that next strength we want to get where you're taking us and we know that where you're taking us is a place called good It's a place called more than enough. It's a place called healed. It's a place called stable. It's a place called delivered. It's a place called prosperous. Come on. We know where you're taking us. You're taking us down a path. It's a narrow path. It's a path sometimes with difficulties and obstacles, but it's a path of self-awareness. It's a path of growth. It's a path of leaving things behind that do not fit on that narrow path. It's a place, you're taking us to a place where eye has not seen, nor ear has heard, nor has ever entered into the heart of man. We don't know where you're taking us. It's an adventure, it's a journey, but we know you're taking us to a place that's good. You're taking us to a place called freedom. You're taking us to a place called just excitement and wonder. And peace. You're taking us to a place called peace and joy and, and love. You're taking us to a place called mercy and grace. So, Father, we choose to follow your leadership. We choose to follow your leadership. We're going to stop following these foreign voices, these foreign entities, these aliens, these demonic voices that want to cause us to stop on the path that you've put us on, to divert our attention, to go off onto a broad path, a path that leads to destruction, a path that leads to stress, a path that leads to anger, a path that leads to frustration. We don't want to choose that path, God, but we keep choosing it. Somehow we keep choosing that path. Somehow, even though you've laid out a path to life, you've laid out a path with love, and you've laid out a path of joy and peace, we keep choosing the wrong path. And although we're saved, although we'll be with you forever in heaven, Lord, sometimes our lives feel like hell on earth instead of heaven on earth. We keep choosing the wrong path. We keep choosing the path of overload. We keep choosing the path of Can't say no. We keep choosing the path of massive pressure. We keep choosing the path of distraction. We keep choosing the path of negativity. We keep choosing the path of entertainment. We keep choosing the path of self-medication. We keep choosing all of these paths that lead us further away from your heart, further away from the awareness of your presence further away from everything that we say that we want in life. This is no longer acceptable to us. It's not acceptable. We will not accept this anymore. No more diversionary tactics. We're not going to fall for it. God, that's our statement, but we need your help. Lord, help us in that moment when we're about to veer off the path that you've set before us. Help us in that moment when we're about to just make the wrong decision, to follow the wrong voice, to submit to the wrong leader, to cave into our flesh and our carnal nature, the wrong thoughts of our mind, the things about us that we feel are, are, are just right, but they're wrong. Going down a path that looks right, but it's wrong. Every way looks right to a man, but the end is destruction. Lord, we're tired of that path. We're tired of the path that brings us weariness and we're tired of the path that leads us to strife and we're tired of the path that takes us where we never wanted to go. The price is too high. We can't keep paying it. The price is just too high. Your path is free. (laughs) It's a free path that leads to freedom. The enemy's path is too costly, God. It's too costly. We, We don't want to go down that path anymore, God. Help us to learn the lesson once and for all. Help us to learn the lesson once and for all. Help us to learn the lesson once and for all. It costs too much. We're not willing to pay that price anymore. It's free to walk down your path. The invitation is open. And we are ready. So we submit ourselves to you. Come on. We submit our mind to you, God. We submit our minds to you. We submit our minds to you. Our imaginations, we submit them to you. Our emotions, which are so wayward sometimes. One day they're up, one day they're down, one minute they're happy, the next minute they're overwhelmed. This is not the way that you have called us to live. You've not called us to live stressed out, burned out, and freaked out. But you've called us to live a life of peace and love and joy So we submit our emotions to you. Come on, somebody's about to get delivered. We submit our emotions to you. And these voices that agitate our hearts, we will no longer allow them to counsel us. These demons that want to minister to us, they are not our counselor. You are the wonderful counselor. (laughs) You are the comforter. You are the counselor. You are our advocate, you are our intercessor, our standby, the lover of our soul and the lifter of our head. We will no longer give our ear to ministers of pain. Come on, ministers of regret. Come on, ministers of bitterness. We will no longer give our ear to ministers of unforgiveness. Come on, somebody's about to get delivered. We will no longer give our ear to ministers of rejection, these demon powers who come to minister to us. The enemy has a threefold ministry to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And we reject that ministry. We reject that ministry. No longer will we give our ear to ministers of pain, ministers of fill in the blank, ministers of addiction, ministers of overwhelm, We will no longer give in to ministers of fear, to ministers of anxiety, to ministers of panic, to ministers of distraction. You are not our minister. Jesus is the minister of supply. Jesus, the Holy Spirit, our Father ministers to us, and we will receive the ministry of truth. We will give our ear to the ministry of hope. We will give our ear, our hearts, our emotions over to the ministry of love. We submit ourselves to ministers of joy, the voice of the Holy Spirit, Or we want to exalt you in every area of our life. We submit our will to you. We submit our will to you, not our will, but your will be done for real. We don't want to just say those words, God, help us to mean it from a heart level. Help us to see what it means when we don't submit to your will. Let the spirit of the fear of the Lord rest upon us. We submit our reasonings to you. The devil wants to talk us out of your promises all the time. He tries to talk us out of your promises. He tries to show us things that that, that that look more real than what you've said. Your word is more real than a thing. Your word is truth, perspectives, things, emotions. These are all subject to influence by the tempter, the wicked one, the father of lies. We submit our reasonings to you. We're not going to reason ourselves out of your promises anymore, God, not if you'll help us. Lord, help us to stop reasoning ourselves out of your promises. They're yes and amen. And some, sometimes we just, we, we, we walk by sight and not by faith. And here we are in the same place a year later because we could not only believe. We reasoned ourselves out. So we submit our reasonings to you, God. We submit our intellect to you. Come on. This is all part of your mind. We submit our intellect to you. We think we know it all. We think we've got to figure it out. We think we can do it our way. We think we can read enough books or watch enough tutorials that we can just figure it out ourselves when you've told us very clearly that apart from me, you can do nothing. We can't do anything apart from you, Lord. So we submit our intellect to you. You're the one that gave us our intellect. You want us to use our intellect and our reasoning, but you don't want us to allow these things that you've given us to supersede your place in our life. We put you first, God. We give you the preeminence. You have first place, always. And when we move from that stance, would you gently remind us that we've gone astray? You are the good shepherd. You leave the 99 for the one. So when we're going astray, God, when we're moving off the path of life and onto that path of death, that path of sickness, that path of pain, that path of bitterness, would you come and rescue us? Help us, Lord. We need your leadership. Deliver our minds today, our mind, our will, our emotions, our imaginations, our reasoning, our intellect. Do a work in our soul. Burn away anything that hinders love. We are utterly and totally dependent upon you. You have the first place. You have the only place in our heart. (laughs) Come on. He doesn't just want half your heart. He wants your whole heart. So we thank you, Lord, today that you deliver us from these ties that bind, from these fears, these anxieties, these depressions, these feelings that don't line up with who you created us to be. We reject them now in Jesus' name. We reject them now in Jesus' name. once and for all, we say no. Help us to continue to resist these paths and these ministers, demonic paths and demonic ministers. They're always talking, 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 talking. Help us, Lord, to shut out these voices once and for all so that we can more... Ably and clearly hear your still small voice in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Come on, let's deal with this Goliath now. For whatever you're facing that you don't seem to get past, the, it's a symbol for whatever seems very fearful and very intimidating in your life. It's a symbol for that mountain sometimes or that obstacle, that old issue, that old demonic cycle. That just never seems to break. You're going to face it down today, and you're going to win. Many years ago, when I was very young in the Lord, the first apostle I sat under, I was dealing with some tax issues that were not my fault. They were left over from from uh, from my husband's taxes, and they were trying to pin me with his taxes. They weren't my. It wasn't my income. They weren't my taxes, and he had not paid them, and they were going after me for the taxes. And that apostle looked at me and he said, that Goliath will fall. And I'm standing in that level of authority this morning where I am, con- I am I, confident when I say this, your Goliath will fall. You have to pick up the sling and the stone. You have to do your part. You have to speak to it. But that Goliath will fall. That, that giant will fall that monstrous problem will fall. That Herculean obstacle will fall. That colossal mess, it will fall. It will bow to Jesus. Let me just read you the scripture and we're going to pray this out because I want you to see the strategy here. 1 Samuel 17, 43. So the Philistine said to David, am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine we're talking about Goliath, cursed David by his gods. That's the problem with some of you. The enemy has been releasing curses at you, and you've been speak through your into your imagination, and you're speaking these curses out of your mouth. You're word cursing yourself. You're listening to the curses of the enemy. You'll never do this. You'll never have that. Your marriage will never work out. You'll never get a job. These are word curses. And you need to speak forth the opposite of those word curses. Because when you speak in agreement with those things out of your mouth, they happen. The power of death and life are in your tongue. Goliath's curses didn't work on David. You know why? Because David said the opposite. David didn't fall for it, but we do. The enemy speaks to us in our mind, the vain imaginations, that we don't cast them down. We don't speak the opposite. We get in agreement. We tell somebody, this is how I feel. This is what I think. I'm never going to this. I'm always going to do that. I'm never this and I'm not that. And I can't and I won't and I shouldn't and I can't and I didn't. And we're bringing the devil's words to life. But David, David didn't fall for it. The Philistine intimidated him. He said, come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beast of the field. And David wasn't having it. David wasn't falling for it. David wasn't bowing to it. David said, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin. And he said this while he's holding a sling and a stone. He knew he was outmatched in the natural. Hear me. Here's Goliath with a sword, a spear, javelin. Not only that, he's 10 feet tall. His his armor weighed more than David. David was like a twig. So David is holding the sling and a stone. He's a ruddy little boy, 16 years old, maybe 15. And he says, you come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But, and there's your pivot point. There's your pivot point. There's where you need to understand. You've got to pivot. The enemy may appear to have you in a corner. The enemy may appear to be stronger than you, but... David knew this. David said, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day, this is one of my favorite scriptures. David prophesied back to Goliath. David did not get into agreement with Goliath. David did not say, oh no, he cursed me by his gods. Oh no, I'm done for now. Oh no, I'm gonna die in this battlefield. Oh no, the the the, the birds of the air and the beasts of the field are gonna come eat me up. Oh no, no. David counteracted the keterebosha. David counteracted the words of Goliath with the words that were inspired in his heart by spending time with God. He said this day, Not tomorrow. Not next week. You're getting no reprieve. I'm not backing down. David said this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day, not tomorrow, not next week. I'm not putting this off one more day. I'm facing down this Goliath right now. This has tormented me for too long. Israel was tormented by this Goliath for 40 days. 40 days is the number of trials. It was a long trial. Nobody wanted to face it. Nobody wanted to deal with it. Nobody wanted to believe God until David showed up. And he said, this day, I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. So Father, we thank you today for this lesson. David didn't procrastinate in dealing with the Goliath. Everybody else was too afraid, but God found a man with faith. God found a man with a heart after him. God found a man who was willing to look at how big his God was instead of how big the problem was. God found a man who was willing to look at the strength and the power of God working through him rather than the strength and the power of the devil working against him. David had a different perspective on the Goliath, and he didn't wait. He prophesied back to the devil. He fought words with words before he fought with the sling and the stone. I believe the word, come on, I believe the word, the word that David released over Goliath was part of, Of the victory. I believe those words enacted angels to come and help David fight. I believe those words of faith moved God's heart to move on his behalf in a supernatural way because there's no way that little rock hitting Goliath in the forehead knocked him over. That was a supernatural deliverance. So, Father, today, we thank you. Give us the courage to face our Goliath. Give us the courage to prophesy back to the giant. Give us the courage to keep on speaking your word until we see it come to pass. When everybody else around us is shaking in their boots, when the trial seems like it's gone on for far too long, help us, Lord, not to lose heart. Help us, Lord, to believe in the goodness of God in the land of the living. Help us, Lord, to see that your delivering power, (laughs) it doesn't fall short. It doesn't matter what we face or how big the problem is or how big the disease is or how big the devil is. It doesn't matter. You are ruler of all. This day, Goliath, this day. Come on, what's your Goliath? Is Is it a sickness? This day, cancer. I will deliver, I will take off your head. This day, Lack, I will take off your head. This day, I am overcoming you. This day, I am conquering you. This day, I am gaining victory over you because God will deliver you into my hands and God will deliver me out of your hands. Whichever way you want to put it, you've got to speak to the Goliath. And sometimes it takes more than one conversation with the enemy. Sometimes you've got to keep On releasing the words we're in a word war people we're in a word war we're in a word war God gets all the glory so this day come on this day what are you dealing with stress this day I speak to you giant of stress and I command you to bow in Jesus name this day come on what are you dealing with fill it in fill it in this day what what are you dealing with this day Strife, I face you down in Jesus' name. Get out of my marriage. What are you dealing with? Fill in the blank. This day, hopelessness, you giant of hopelessness, God will deliver me out of your hand. This day, you've got to speak to the giants. You've got to face down your Goliath because you will win when you do. Father, we're so grateful that you've given us this portion of Scripture that we can stand on that we can war with that can encourage our hearts in the name of Jesus would you help us lord to remember this the goliath will fall when we face him down we have authority we have words from heaven at our disposal to speak forth in the midst of the battle it is written my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus it is written I shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord it is written by his stripes I am healed it is written it is written it is written, it is written. put the sword in your mouth so we thank you Lord We thank you, Lord, for this lesson today. Help us to remember it because, Lord, we know we hear a thing and we cheer a thing and we amen a thing, and then that Goliath starts whispering, and we just go right back to our old way. Gosh, God, help us not this time. Help us not this time, not this time, not this time, not this time. Help us get it. I know you're going to defeat your Goliath this time. Listen, I'm so encouraged for you you're gonna get it this time you may have tried in the past you may have stopped short but you're gonna get it this time things are gonna change for you things are looking up for you the enemy may have been holding you down but things are looking up for you I'm telling you God has a good plan for you it's gonna work out it's gonna work out you've got this God's got this it's gonna work out you're gonna do this this time you're gonna put your foot on the neck of the enemy this time going to work out for you. You're going to do this. It's going to happen. Amen. God is good. God is good. Be encouraged today. He's with you. He'll never leave you or forsake you even to the end of the age. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Somebody need to take my school of spiritual warfare. We're in the third year now. You can find the school of spiritual warfare over there at schoolofthespirit.tv slash warfare. Yeah, some of y'all just need to share this. That was good. That was a good revelation get on the email list at jenniferleclair.org god bless you guys i will see you on tomorrow have a great day you have gifts god expects you to use them if you need training to school your gift log on to school of the tv you'll find training in spiritual warfare prophetic ministry prayer